listening to 90% Mental, Conversations with Grant Parr, Episode 107. Mental performance coach Grant Parr sits down with Jesse Nicasio, former NFL punter and CEO of Juke Performance, and he shares what fueled his mental strength as a professional athlete and as an entrepreneur. Transitioning out of sports, Jesse took his discipline and energy and invented a one-of-a-kind full-body resistance training system called the Mass Suit, which enhances speed, power, agility, and endurance while increasing the body to a 50% more caloric burn. This entrepreneur is not only out to affect athletic performance, but to be the leader in the resistance training sector. interested in a full body resistance training system to achieve your athletic and fitness goals, the mass suit from Juke Performance is your answer. The mass suit is a full body resistance training suit that you wear during your exercising or sports specific training to enhance your speed, strength, power, agility, and endurance. You are fully mobile and it's great for plyometric and high intensity training. It engages all muscle groups simultaneously and increases to a 50% caloric burn. Check out the mass suit at jukeperformance.com and other fitness-related products, and make sure to use the promo code GRANTPAR, one word, G-R-A-N-T-P-A-R-R, for your 10% discount. Hey, Jesse, how are you? Hey, doing pretty good, Grant. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I'm super excited to have you on my show. We're going to talk about uh, your mindset as an athlete, as an entrepreneur, and we're going to learn a lot about your cool company called Juke Performance. So I'm really excited to have you on my show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. All right. Well, let's get into um, something that I love to talk about is mental toughness. When you yeah. think about, um, you know, as an athlete and also as an entrepreneur, uh, what does mentally tough mean to you? Mentally tough, it, it comes in so many different forms. You know, when it becomes to an athlete and it comes to being an entrepreneur, you know what, the one key thing is the adversity. The adversity when it comes to being an athlete and entrepreneur, there will be so much being thrown at you, and you're going to have to learn on how to deflect it and keep on moving forward or how to get knocked down and how to keep on moving forward. It's, it's those two literally come hand in hand, uh, the athletic and being an entrepreneur, because you have no clue what's about to be thrown in your face. And it's, I mean, it could be a ball being thrown at your face, breaking your nose and you going, all right, I got to learn on how to be a better wide receiver. And the same thing with, uh, being an entrepreneur. It's, there will be so many aspects that you don't have any clue about when it's game time, you're on that field, you're inside that meeting, that you really have to uh, adjust to. And you have to be mentally strong when you do it because some of the times, uh, the bigger, some of the beasts that come at you, they, they hit you hard. And you, sometimes you don't want to get up. And you don't want to move that next day or move that next play. You might be discouraged, but that toughness, that mental toughness right there, it was, it's what gets you back up or gets you back in the office the next day to go over that platform or that program or to say, you know what, to that guy in front of you in front of the, on the other side of the line and take them on again and again and again. 
it's it's definitely uh, difficult. Yeah, you know, it's it's the art of falling down and getting back up. And when you think about sports, um, not all sports, but you know, the, the sport that you and I played, football. I mean, it's it's about getting hit, and most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, you do fall down, and you have to learn how to get back up. And and being an entrepreneur, you have to emotionally allow yourself to fall down and emotionally and mentally and possibly spiritually to get yourself back up on a day-to-day basis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And especially on the spiritually part. I mean, the sometimes I have to sit down, turn off the lights, and, and meditate for a minute. I have to clear my mind. I have to understand what I just went through because business, as you know, I mean, it comes down to the money. And everybody's always searching for the money. Everybody's looking to either from the investor side or to, you know, how are we going to handle this manufacturing? How are we going to uh, get more design work? And you really, that is maybe one of the most, the hardest and the most stressful parts is keeping that company, keeping your company alive on a daily basis, especially at the end of the year. And it's like, okay, we know that we have to have X amount of money to keep on moving forward. How in the hell are we going to do this? You know, it's, <laughs> right. it's, yeah, it is not easy. And sports is exactly the same thing. I mean, you might have a coach just reaming you. You and your coach might not get along, but you know you love the sport. And you're not going to let that coach or anybody stop you from your goals. Your goal is to either get to college or the pros, and you're not going to allow anybody to tour you from reaching that goal. Absolutely. Now, when you think about your collegiate career and also your professional career, can you just share a specific time where you had to be mentally tough? You know, the collegiate career, I think it was more that senior year. I mean, of course, throughout the entire college year, you're thinking, oh, yeah, I want to move on. I want to get to the next level. But it's that senior year that you know it's your last year and you have to put all that all that crap behind you, meaning going out, anything that's going to get in your way. Uh, if it's hanging out with the boys, with your teammates on that one night, you're like, no, you're, you're staying in. And luckily, when it came to being on the field, I, I had an amazing special teams coach, still talk to the guy today, and luckily I did not have any issues when it came to the coaching side. And my work ethic when it came to practice was never in my way. As I was a punter, and a lot of the punters and kickers, uh, they only practice for maybe an hour, and then they go in the locker room. That's like most, what most of the teams see. I was always on the field. If they're on the field for three hours, I'm on the field for three hours doing drills. There's always some type of drill that you can do, and that's the mental toughness. The players behind me, my backups, they were like, oh, crap, Jesse. Really? You're going to make us practice and do hand drills and kicking drills for three hours? Yeah. That's it. You see the players over there? if They're on the field. So for those guys, I was teaching them mental toughness, but for myself, it was more about – being extremely strict, strict with my life on the outside and making sure I was going down the path on an everyday basis. Every single hour I was doing something to improve myself, and that was more mentally tough because I put tons of stress on myself. I was probably one of the funniest things. I always said, I think football will be the death of me. I thought football would give me a heart attack because 
I constantly put so much stress on myself that I, I thought it was going to tear me apart because I wanted to be the best. And I, I put so many rules and guidelines in my head to what I was able to do or not do. So I think that was maybe the big, the biggest and the hardest part for me when it came to uh, when it came to football in college. Wow. In pros, it was just staying alive. <laughs> just <laughs> not trying. Don't get that letter. Don't be called into the office. Don't just try to you know stay on the team. Just do the best. Don't get yelled at by the uh, the coach. If the coach isn't talking to you. That's a good thing. <laughs> so when the coach starts talking to you, you're like, oh, man, did wow. I screw up? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, and you talked about your mindset being uh, disciplined, and I understand that it was, you know, whether you called it stress or pressure, um, you know, it seemed to me that it was more intrinsically, you were more intrinsically motivated because uh, you were holding yourself to a standard, and you also held people you were leading people with that standard too, which is awesome to hear. So yes. when you think about that mindset that you had in college and even also in your professional life or your professional career, uh, how similar or different is your mindset now as an entrepreneur? It's exactly the same. I run the company exactly as I did as if it was a sports team and if I was an athlete. Wow. It was, you know, the little bit, the only thing that would be a little bit different is I might not be as healthy. <laughs> so the, the regimen of my diet is not literally the same, but <laughs> since I am in the athletic and fitness industry, I still am. I mean, I'm still in pretty regiment when it comes to my health, but when it comes to running the company and to going beyond and working on the weekends, you got to do what you have to do. And it was just like football. If you're screwing up in your position, don't, don't take the weekend off. You're, then go do some hand drills on Sunday. Go do some footwork on Saturday. Uh, do something on your day off. There's no such thing as a day off in football for me, so there's no such thing as a day off for business for me. Mm. And if it's, if it's seven days a week, it's seven days a week, and unfortunately running the companies it is. And I handle other, people, other people's companies too, and that leaves me little time to do, uh, to, you know, to do much. I, I got to fit that in through literally seven days, and it's it really did athletics help me uh, a lot when it comes to business because it did make me very um, structured, and you have to be structured from the time you wake up and to the time you go to bed. I have a routine, and my routine I have never swayed away from. It's it's how I always was since I was a little kid till now. From eating breakfast to having dinner, there's my routine every single day. And being in a business owner and being an entrepreneur, you have to have some routine because you do not have that coach looking down at you, and you don't have that calendar saying you have to be at meetings at 6 a.m. Then you have to be at weightlifting at 7:30. You don't have you don't have to be accountable to anybody. So. If I did not have that structure, which I see in a lot of my friends or peers, they do not have structure. They did not have an athletic background, and they struggle. They struggle. They're like, how can I work at home, or how can you go to an office without anybody telling you? I never really thought about it. And I'm like, well, you know, I guess it all comes down to athletics. It was, I, was, I made myself accountable to every single thing. I had to be somewhere. I had to be at the weight room. I had to be at the meetings. I had to be at practice. 
and there was really no excuses. Even when you're sick, unless you're on your deathbed, I was still doing some type of work. Even if I was dying with 104 fever, I was at least trying to send out an email explaining myself why I was gone or what was going on or here were the numbers. Right, right. You know, I've heard so many people, I mean, especially with me, when when my last company, when I was in the workplace uh, and had a corporate job, I was, you know, working from home and everyone would be like, how do you do it? How do you stay motivated? How do you, like, it would seem like fun at first and then it would actually be distracting. And then right now, you know, right now with my job, I, I work from home. And I don't even, like you said, I don't even think about it because athletics gave me, it gave me a lot. I mean, discipline, communication, leadership, uh, you know, understanding and dialing in my process and honoring my process. So I, I don't, I just never think about it, but that's the thing about yeah. athletics. It's like, it teaches you if you want, I mean, more or less when you're sitting there, you're trying to make a team, you're trying to earn a position, you're trying, there's something that you're striving for. So it's it, athletics. is like, it kind of sh- shows you that if you want something, then you need to understand how to get it. And absolutely. Yeah. So, and that's why like you and I, it's just, it becomes innate. We don't think about that because we know what we want and we know there's a process to it. There's goals to it. There's going to be failures to it. So yeah, I I totally hear you. Yeah, no, absolutely. The the failures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is the one thing, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people say is it's not a failure. I don't like to say the word failure because you're, you never really failed. You're just, you're learning. You, you really are learning because if you say that word enough, especially being an entrepreneur, it's it's going to get to you because nobody understands the amount of, <laughs> I guess, learning lessons that came about before your company started to succeed. And you have probably more learning lessons, probably 100 learning lessons before that one success uh, that you get to actually hold that in your hand and say, I was finally, you know, successful. <clears throat> but nobody ever saw all those hundreds of uh, learning lessons you've, uh, you had to process right. throughout that year. Totally. Yeah, you know, it, and, it's, and it's interesting. I think it's, it's up to the person uh, what, their, you know, what their relationship is with failure in that, in that word. I think, you know, you are right, especially when in your entrepreneur and you're doing it alone, you know, at first, you're, yeah. when you hear that word a lot. But I think there is an opportunity that we can actually have a different relationship with failure. And, and like you said, it's, it's learning, it's feedback, it's information. Uh, a lot of times we get so caught up in the failure piece, the emotional piece of failure, that yeah. it actually emotionally paralyzes. It stops us, and, we get, and, we, and we're looking at the failure that's in the past. So we have no control of it, so therefore it's really hard for us to move forward. So, and I, and I like... people don't. Yeah, I, and they're not... Uh, generally speaking, they're not, they haven't been trained yet or they haven't been taught yet to have a different perspective of failure. And I like failing up or failing forward or failing fast and move on. That's how you get the feedback and move on and let it go. Um, you know, uh, learn and burn. I mean, there's, I can keep on throwing all these different yeah. little, there's just a lot of, but we have to like teach people that, um, that failing's a part of the process. We just got to have a different relationship with it. Yes, absolutely. So, I like that that. Be, failing forward. Failing I forward. Like that yeah, yeah. yeah. Failing forward. I'm going to use that one. Good. I'll give you credit for it. Yeah. And there's also a great acronym for fail. Um, first attempt in learning. So when you fail. First attempt in learning. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's I, a good. That's another good one. I can I can keep on throwing some some zingers out yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write these down as we all talk. Right, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let, let's talk about your company, Juke Performance. You're the CEO of Juke Performance and the creator of the Mass Suit. So, can you share with my listeners what Juke Performance is all about and why you created this company? Yes, of course. Juke Performance is a high performance equipment company, and I created it back in 2006. You know, Juke Performance, we like to bring out innovative type training products that enhances athletes or anybody's speed, strength, power, endurance, explosion. And the mass suit, which is our our main product, uh, gets us in the doors everywhere, is a full-body resistance training suit. So we were the very first company ever to come out with a full-body resistance training suit. So you kind of put it on like a backpack, and it has resistance bands that attach to your major extremities, such as your hands, your knees, and your feet. Any type of movement that you're doing, you're going against the resistance force. I created this back, well, I created the company in 2006, and then I got the idea of the mass suit back in 2008. It took me about two years to get this concept to market, and the very first market we hit was MMA. You know, this is when UFC, the whole Ultimate Fighter, came on TV. UFC started becoming huge. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great for fighters because you can throw kicks. There was nothing out there that you were able to throw kicks. And you could throw kicks, you could throw knees, you could throw strikes, and it's all building uh, speed and power because it's providing resistance against every strike and every kick. From there on, it just went into every single sport, football, basketball, soccer, you can even take it uh, swimming. You can take it in the pool. You can take it on a bicycle. And this has been a very intriguing product because it wasn't just for the athletes. Then it hit the high-intensity type training, the fitness enthusiasts out there. But then it really hit the rehabilitation and therapy side. And I started working with kids with cerebral palsy, autism, head trauma, our military vets started uh, doing uh, different products for the government, and it's been an, an amazing product that has got me into so many different type of outlets. It's, it's been fun. It has been, it's been very interesting because I've had nothing to follow. There was nothing out there like it, so I had, I had no structure when it came to it. I just kind of built it and hit the ground and did the whole guerrilla marketing style and <laughs> see what came about. Wow. Well, you know, and this is a somewhat of a two-part question here. Uh, is there science behind the suit, and has there been tests that show improvement in agility, strength, 40 time? So there has been, there's been uh, science behind it when it comes to weight loss, 40 time, vertical jump. The vertical jump we saw was an increase within three inches in three to four weeks. So that all depends, though, on how many times the person was wearing the suit and the different type of uh, plyometric or vertical, vertical jump type drills. But that was the, the around the average 40 time, same kind of thing, depending on the size of the kid, because a lot of people, they ask, Oh, how did you get the person down from a four nine to a four six? You know, not every single athlete is going to be a hundred and say 50 to 200 and, 25, 30 pounds. You're going to have some of the big boys out there, the linemen, 300 pounds. So they're obviously they're not starting at four nines. 
but you can drop and you will drop a good uh say four nine to a to a four six and that's with proper training in the suit that's wearing the suit cons- uh, consistently and that's one of the biggest things is this comes down to the person too and it comes down to their training and how consistent they are. This is not like a steroid. You just don't inject yourself, sit on the couch, and watch yourself puff up. You actually got to actually use the product. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you got to work on your 40 time. You got to wear the suit three times a week. You know, you got to perform. You got to do the, your due diligence on the field to see the results. We do actually do have another science, a video of the muscle engagement. So it showed that the uh, when you put the suit on, that it balanced out the body. So everybody has an imbalance where they're you know stronger on the right or strong on the left. That's why some people limp when they're walking. They might be stronger on the side. And I'm not, of course, there's always injuries. But we all have imbalances. What the suit does, it activates all muscle groups simultaneously. So when you're exploding doing your vertical jump, you're now activating all muscle groups and getting the most out of your fast twitch muscles. Same thing when it comes to your 40 time and sprinting. So that is one of the biggest science parts of the suit was that it was engaging all muscle groups uh, all at the same time. You know, you were talking about, um, and I hear this all the time, just with anything, whether it's physical training, mental training, you know, recovery, people are like, can you say this, but, you know, I've done it a few times and I haven't seen the results and, or I don't know if this is really going to pay off. And, and I don't care what it is, if it's physical training, if it's mental training, it's so easy to do and so easy not to do. And, and I can see with your suit, probably the hardest thing is, is to get into it. You know, I mean, just to, to not saying that it, there's a, it's hard to get into your suit. I'm just saying just to put it on. I mean, that's probably the hardest part because once you put it on, your mindset's changed. It's time to train, right? So yeah. So is it? I mean, when you think about, because there's some things, and the suit is is really cool looking, but there's some other things, attachments. Is it pretty easy to get in? Like, how fast does it get? Uh, can you get into your suit and get out of it? It is so easy to get in and out of it. That's that's funny. That's one of the biggest things that scares people off is they literally think it's extremely hard to get in and get out. You know, it'll, it'll take you under one minute to get into it. As soon as you, you adjust the suit to yourself, if, when somebody first purchases the suit, I say, hey, take a good five minutes. You know what? You spend a good hour or two learning your new smartphone. You can spend five minutes learning this <laughs> new high-tech innovative product. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. It's just like a smartphone. Take your time. Adjust it to your body. Put the straps on. Learn the straps. As soon as you know it, you can get into it under a minute. You know, I was on a TV show called Sweat Inc. about three-plus years ago, and Jillian Michaels was one of the hosts. And she was a very huge doubter from day one. From the time I walked out on stage, she doubted me from the beginning, walked right up to me and told me. She doubts me. I proved her wrong the entire time. At the very end, she says, Jesse, you proved me wrong this entire time. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, and you were right. During one of the things that I was right about was putting on the suit. She's like, there is no way you could put the suit on under one minute. I said, how about this? I'll have my girl put the suit on under 30 seconds. She goes, impossible. We'll get this all on camera. They got it all on camera. 
My girl put it on in 23 seconds. Jillian Michaels said, she put her hands up in the air and <laughs> says, you, you were right. I said, look, it is easier than you think. <laughs> right. And that was one of the fun, fun things that Jillian and I got to do with each other. I love it. <laughs> many other, many others, uh, I guess, episodes were quite interesting. Yeah. I mean, and that just goes for, like, sometimes we look at training, regardless if it's your suit or things. We look at it sometimes is, is it's a lot of work. It's heavy. And it's it's easy to do, and it's easy not to do. And But yeah. I, I understand there's hard work. There's going to be sweat. There's going to be... There's going to be a lot of, you know, discipline. There's going to be a lot of things that you need to engage and activate. But once you once you get something in motion, it stays in motion. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, and it and I think it's great that you know you were on a platform with Jillian Michaels, and you can kind of show the the validity, um, you know, overall what the, what the suit's all about. Yes, absolutely. You know, you kind of hit it when people get in the suit. I always kind of think about it like football. When you put those shoulder pads and helmet on, that feeling you get, it's like you're ready for war. You're you're ready to go bash some heads. You have that feeling you're you're ready to go. It's the same feeling you get when you put on the mask suit. You you literally get that feeling like, oh, I'm ready to work out. Let's get let's get this baby going. It's a <laughs> yeah. it's a very cool feeling. You know, you you bring up some memories. Uh, I you know. Yeah, you bring up some memories but back in the day in, in high school and also in college where there's just moments uh, throughout the day back, you know, back in the day where I'm I'm like, I have to go practice. I'm tired or man, I just don't feel right. I don't feel good. You know, and you're like, it's, it just seems like a, uh, it seems so heavy, like a drudge. And you get into yeah. the locker room and then for whatever reason, once you get the pads on, you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like a psychological effect. They just got, okay, I'm in my uniform. And you let go of all that stuff you were just thinking about five, ten minutes ago. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's kind of like game time. You're, you're so nervous. You're so pumped up. You're like, oh, my God, you have all these thoughts going through your mind. Boom. You get that first hit. Everything's out the window. It just goes you're away. You're like, all right. You're in a totally different zone. <laughs> I know, totally. Curious question here, um, and I don't know if this is a fair question, but, but but being a mental performance coach, I wanted to see if if your suit at all tied to any kind of any if there was any results or effects for the mindset or improving any kind of cognitive behaviors. You know what? Uh, have we had any third party studies? No. Have we worked with third parties when it kids with kids with autism in cerebral palsy? Yes. Uh, head trauma, we actually saw that it actually stimulates the brain. They were able to concentrate more. They were able to be more active. Uh, they wanted to actually engage in activity. Uh, one of the kids that we were working with had autism. He was not responsive. He had his right arm and his left, uh, right arm and right leg out. They were pointing to the, the far right. If you asked him, step left, punch right. No can do. No whatsoever. As soon as he put the suit on, he lightened up. He brightened up, I mean. He was fully aware. He knew that his brain was telling him, holy crap, we have an overload. We have a pressure on us. We have to engage. He was able to understand. This is why this is one of the greatest moments is that when we put the kid in it, we said punch a step left, punch right. He did it. His mom started crying. 
And wow. we kept on giving him more and uh, more drills to do. He was following everything. We even put him on the battle ropes. He started doing the battle ropes and loved it. He didn't want to stop. His mom was in tears the entire time. And I asked her, I'm like, why, you know, why, why are you crying? She goes, I've never seen him like this. He's never been like this. Obviously, they ended up getting a suit and uh, training with it. But it totally it freed his mind. It opened up his mind. He was able to connect. And that is one of the biggest things when it comes to kids with uh, disabilities is they're disconnected in a certain way. They're not stimulated enough or they're stimulated too much. Now, the ones that are stimulated too much, the ones who do not like anything on them, of course, that's, uh, that's different. And the suit may not work for them because they don't want to be touched at all. They're overstimulated instead of understimulated. And it's kind of the same effect when we see with uh, athletes and individuals, when they put the suit on, they, they become more engaged mentally. They become more aware. They become very, it's like, it's like they got electrocuted. It's, it's, it's a very weird, until you put it on, I always say wearing is believing. Until you put this thing on, you will fully understand. You're like, now I see why. They, it really does stimulate the mind the way that I've I always been saying. Wow. Yeah, it seems like it, it, it activates. It activates the central nervous system, the yeah. whole body, man. That's, that's awesome. What's, uh, what's the cost on this suit? They range from 289 on up. You know, we have different packages, different series. It all depends, you know, like the 289 one is a basic uh, package, comes with extra bands, but we have ones like a speed package. It comes with cones, ladders, speed, uh, speed training book, uh, different accessories such as that. So depending on what the athlete or person is looking for, they can get that different package. I mean, we have one that comes with branched-chain amino acids and whey protein, the performance package. So it literally depends on what the person is looking for. Got it. Got it. And, now, and is there any notable athletes or teams that are using the mass suit for their normal training routine? Um, we, we have a lot of athletes that are, we have from like Antonio Brown to Mohamed Sanu, Tori Smith, uh, Chris Cyborg, Anderson Silva, Tiago Alves. Uh, Tiago Alves is huge into it. Uh, he's a UFC fighter, if mm-hmm. people didn't know. So is Chris Cyborg. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so is Anderson Silva. Uh, yeah, so we have a lot of guys, uh, PGA guys, Steve Pate, um, and a Olympic swimmer. So, yeah, we have uh, quite a few guys out there that are definitely using the suit quite a bit. USC has purchased uh, a bunch of these. Wow. I mean, do you see that? I mean, it seems like there's a lot of individual uh, you know, athletes that are using this. Are you seeing... Are you forcing a an opportunity to to get the suit out more into teams so it's more a part of the the program versus someone's individual program? Yeah, we are trying our best. That's kind of funny that you're saying it. We're releasing a either a monthly payment option for them or a leasing option when it comes to schools. Schools are hard because they have a lack of money. So we are trying our best when it comes to the schools to do a leasing program with them where they're able to lease it literally for say 50 to 75 cents a day. And we want to get into the programs. We want them to have a chance. Uh, 
our other biggest avenues are the athletic trainers themselves, the ones that have the small training, you know, private facilities that can purchase, say, five to ten of these. So those are always big because they hold speed groups, you know, say five kids, and they want the five kids all to be inside the suits. So that is another avenue which they don't really need to lease them. They just, you know, purchase them, and we definitely have bulk buying programs. We're, I'm extremely generous when it comes to trying to get the suit on everybody. When it comes to giving discounts, program leasing programs, anything to help them out where we could spread out the payments. Got it. Got it. So there's some flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely some flexibility. All you know, right. it is, it's funny. When I walk into these meetings, people always think they're like, first they're like, Oh, is this guy, is this, is this going to be another fat businessman walking through? Like, Oh, he's actually, uh, you know, he actually works out and uses his own product. <laughs> and the other one is, after they think it's a fat businessman that might be walking through, is it just a hungry businessman who came up with an idea? And the one thing is, no, it's not. You know, it's a guy who came up with the idea because of my own personal injuries uh, during the NFL, started creating products to help my own self out and understanding athletes. You know, I still have the athletic mindset, and I want all athletes to improve. I want them to reach their goals. I want them to get those awards in high school and move on to the next level. And with that mindset, which may or may not hurt me, is that it's not all about the money. It's not all about, oh, how much can I get from everybody else? I I truly want people to, to improve. And it really has helped me out with the athletes because of trying to do these different programs and trying to get into their hands and having that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's, I mean, I know we all love and connected to our work, and we, we all need to make money and live, but from just kind of hearing your passion and, and why you created this, uh, the mass suit, it's, it's, it's more mission over, over profit, right? It's, it's more, yeah, yeah, it's more about being in service, and, and that's, that's awesome, and now, one, one more question before we close up here, um, and I love asking this question, but when you reflect on your career as an athlete and also as an entrepreneur, what do you think you've learned the most about yourself? Mental strength. Mm. I literally it comes down I, every, every single day waking up, the mental strength of just keep moving forward. Wow. It's how much can you endure? <laughs> literally, how much yeah. pain can you endure when, I, when, the, when they come to athletics? Um mental strength of just being out there every single day, never, never giving up, having a completely crappy game and putting it behind you and then going out there and kicking some butt that following weekend. Uh, the mental strength of just having a company, the, the, the crap that comes with it, the scammers, the frauds, the, you know, the lack of financials, the, going out there and figuring out new marketing approaches. The, it's, you have to have mental strength when being an entrepreneur. If you don't, it's going to be a very short life. Yeah. Mental strength, man. It's, uh, it's a real thing. <laughs> it, right? it truly oh, is. I love, I love it. I love it. Well, how can my listeners buy your products and follow you and Juke Performance on social media? Everything is underneath Juke Performance. 
you know, so all the social media handles made extremely easy. Just go to uh, Juke Performance, and our company website is jukeperformance.com. You can Google that or Google Mass Suit, and you'll find us. Made it extremely easy for everybody to find. No hidden hashtags or uh, <laughs> flashes anywhere. I love it. I love it. Well, Jesse, thank you so much. Uh, this was a really cool episode, and I'm I'm just behind you and rooting for your success. And, uh, and I think what you're doing for athletes is incredible. And this mass suit, man, I, I can't wait to get it on me and check it out. So uh, again, thanks for your, for your mindset and your journey and your energy. Really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much, Grant, for having me on. I really do appreciate it. It was great to be able to share my story with uh, you and your listeners. And I wish nothing but success and metal strength for you. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>